Shortly after the first episode in the geotagging series was posted, I received an email from my local park organization, the San Marcos Greenbelt Alliance. They are my local park system that features amazing hill country parks and trails around San Marcos. And the newsletter I receive typically features news and information for any of the trail improvements or any new volunteers that are showing up to help out. The most recent newsletter was a bit different, though. In it was a post titled, The Most Instagrammable Spots on the San Marcos Greenbelt. How funny, I thought. The article goes on to share the different trails available around town and key points on those trails that are photo-worthy. I have a YouTube video about one of those trails, so definitely watch that after you listen to this episode. One of the interesting things about this post I read, that it was encouraging people to share photos because it brought them awareness about the park itself. By sharing the photos online, people would learn about the parks, then hopefully contribute to the San Marcos Greenbelt Alliance. This is one instance where the park's understanding the marketing involved. From a business perspective, getting more people on the trail creates more awareness, and it can potentially create more volunteers and hopefully create more funding. The trails are pretty much maintained by volunteers, so the more the merrier. Trails like these gain funding by users of the trail. I've seen initiatives from other parks in my area too that want visitors to share their trip to help others learn about the parks themselves. So in this sense, it's parks that can handle a bit of increased traffic. This week, I'm speaking with Nicole Velasco. She's an elopement photographer whose focus is getting amazing photos of couples in the outdoors. Recently, she has received the Leave No Trace Photography Certification so she can spread awareness about the Leave No Trace principles to her clients. She's had a passion for the outdoors for many years, and taking pictures of that has always been a part of that passion. It wasn't until she started the elopement photography did that additional sense of adventure start to grow. Nicole understands the responsibility of not only the couple she's photographing, but also the location she's shooting in and what expectations must be set to not harm the natural spaces that the photo session is in. The Leave No Trace course teaches photographers to be more responsible in the outdoors and sets examples of how to speak with clients about certain shots and how to protect themselves and of the natural environment. She will give some examples of things couples should be mindful of in the outdoors and will share her thoughts on what steps professional photographers have with the natural spaces, taking people into those spaces and then deciding whether or not to share those spaces with others. You can find more about her photography on her Instagram and her website. Nicole Velasco Photo is her Instagram handle and her website. And that's Nicole with a K, so N-I-K-O-L-E-V-E-L-A-S-C-O-P-H-O-T-O. And her website is just that, but .com. Links will be in the description, so please check out her work and support our artists. If you're someone who spends time in the outdoors and has some thoughts on geotagging, please reach out to me. 
I'd love to chat with you. Please enjoy the first episode in the series. Welcome to the Texas Trailhead Podcast. I started hiking to help with my health, both mental and physical. And now I'm encouraging y'all to get out and enjoy the trails, the outdoors, camping, all that stuff that Texas and beyond has to offer. So join me, Danny Laurel, as I'm sharing stories from myself and others who enjoy the outdoors as well. So grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead. Hey, Nicole. So welcome to the Texas Trailhead podcast. I know we had reached out on social media on one of the hiking and backpacking in Texas Facebook pages, and I had brought to the thread or to the to the forum, I guess. It's a pretty popular page, but I was curious about geotagging. And the reason why it came up was that the Leave No Trace organization had left um, a little bit about that as far as the, what they were for, what they were against. But before we get into that, I wanted to talk to you about what you do on your Instagram. A lot of the pictures that you have are some amazing shots about the outdoors. So kind of how you got started into that. And then you have a new announcement with uh, Leave No Trace. So we'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about the geotagging. So first, let's talk about what you do um, with your photography, because it looks really awesome. Cool. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me first. My name is Nicole. I am a elopement couples photographer in Austin, Texas. I like to photograph more like adventure type sessions and adventurous elopements. Kind of my background. I've always loved like hiking and camping is kind of what I start. I didn't, I guess I can't say I grew up doing it, but like kind of as a teenager and like getting older, I just started doing it. And photography was always something that I did like kind of hand in hand with that. I always documented like my own adventures and my own hiking and camping. And then as I kind of got more into the photography world, I started photographing like couples and weddings and I wanted to combine those two worlds. So that's when I started photographing like more adventurous type sessions and I'm doing more um, like adventurous elopements now. So it kind of combines outdoor recreation with like my couples photography. So that's what I do now. That's awesome. What, where would you say is probably your favorite? Is it really just in Texas or have you kind of gone out of Texas and kind of where are some of your favorite spots to be at? For now, I kind of stay in Texas um, just as far as like elopements and couples, because that's what I'm most familiar with and most comfortable with kind of like bringing people into. Um, I've hiked in like Colorado and Arizona and stuff by myself, but I don't I'm not as familiar with it. So I'd rather do that on my own and learn more on my own than like bringing other people into that and like having them depend on me in those situations. When you're coming up with ideas for shot locations, do your, I guess, subjects, your customers, do they have kind of idea of what they want or do you have kind of a set place of places that you like to shoot or is it kind of a mixture of both? I have like some specific locations that I like to give out. I'll talk to them and I send like, I'll do like a questionnaire sometimes with couples and I'll get on the phone with them and be like, what kind of landscape do you picture your elopement being in? And sometimes they'll tell me, they'll be like, oh, we like like desert vibes or we like to go out West. So like 
okay, like uh, Polidoro Canyon or Big Bend, stuff like that. And then I just had a couple recently. She was like, we like tropical vibes and waterfalls. And I was like, (laughs) what a challenge. You're doing this in Texas. Let's figure it out. So yeah, yeah, they just tell me like general ideas. And then I kind of like narrow it down from there. And I also take into consideration like their um, skills and their outdoor recreation abilities. Cause I don't want to like have someone on like a really crazy hike if they've like never hiked before. So I'll take that into consideration as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I was hiking at um, Pernalis, I guess earlier this year, at the very beginning of this year, and I was walking to the Upper Falls area and I saw a whole setup of shots. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was the wedding party, but it looked pretty awesome. And I, I just never even really thought about the natural backdrop or the natural space being a backdrop for those photographs. So that's really awesome. So from there, tell me about the the big announcement I saw from you on Instagram about the partnership with Leave No Trace. Yeah, so um, a lot of like industry leading elopement photographers just teamed up with the Leave No Trace Center. So um, Maddie May, the Foxes, and Annie Graham they paired up with the Leave No Trace Center to create a course specifically for photographers and elopement photographers to teach photographers how to leave no trace and how to be more mindful outdoors and teaches you kind of the logistics from beginning to end, like how you talk with your couples and your clients um, to communicate with them so that they're not trying to like do crazy things because with photography, it's like you see uh, an image and you don't necessarily know like what went into creating that image and what went into like getting to a certain spot. So like, people might see it and try and recreate it a certain way to where it, it either puts them in a dangerous situation or it's harmful to the environment potentially. So it's just kind of teaches you how to be mindful and just be aware of the impact that your photos can have on other people and how they'll go about trying to recreate it potentially. So are you just now starting that process or you're done, you're ready to go. You've got your certification. Yeah. I took the whole course. Actually, I got, I'm a part of like an element photographer course. So I got early access to it. So I got to take it. And then when you're done with it, you get like a little badge to put on your website, which I don't know. I thought that was really cool. It's like not that big of a deal, I guess, but oh, I that's awesome. you're like a little like girl scout, I guess, or like, I don't know, Eagle scout. And then, so you get a little badge and then you get a contract clause to include in your like photography contracts that um, involve um, leave no trace ethics. And then you get like a little, customizable guide to send your clients to kind of get them in and excited on the conversation around leave no trace whenever they hire you. Have you had situations thus far where your clients are like, Hey, what about over there? And like a location that's off trail and you kind of have to explain to them like, you know, it looks amazing, but this is why we probably shouldn't go over there. Yeah, that does come up. Um, and it's, I'm glad this course came about because I, it wasn't really something I was implementing in my conversations with clients beforehand, like before the day of the shoot. And then like, it would be like an awkward conversation, like on the day of when they would like see something and want to do it. And you'd be like, Oh, but wait, this is why we can't do this. Like it just builds that foundation to like be more aware of when the day comes. But yeah, that is an issue. And something that I didn't, I wasn't super familiar with was like, like the champagne popping when you spray the champagne everywhere I never really thought that was a big deal like I always tried to find the cork afterwards is like because I knew like leaving the cork was bad but I didn't realize like the champagne itself was bad because it's like 
full of sugar and you're leaving that behind for like other animals to come in. And that's like, a great point. Yeah. Be attracted to. So that was something that I was like, Oh, I've done that. I need to stop doing that. <laughs> and they left like a good tip to like use, you can use um carbonated like sparkling water instead. And they were like, you can like hold your thumb over it and shake it and do the spray and you get the same effect, but it's just like water. So you're not leaving all the sugar behind. So stuff like that. That's awesome. And, uh, and I, I think those are definitely things that, and not just with the Leave No Trace, they do amazing work to spread awareness, but just, just some things in general that you think are natural items like orange peels or banana peels. And then when you kind of explain to people why stuff like that isn't good to just leave around, it really opens up a lot of eyes and still, I think, shows that there is still a lot to learn um, with people, especially in a year like 2020, where we are seeing increased people heading out to natural spaces and whatnot. So so then we can take that and transition into what we were talking about on the uh, on the Facebook page, and and that's geotagging. Just from from my background, I do a lot of fishing, and I also do a lot of hiking, and both of those worlds kind of come together in this topic where, you know, some of our, from, from my perspective, it's more of like, we have our favorite spaces and we don't really want to share them because typically spaces like that or good fishing spots are not as familiar and not as popular. And by spreading that in a public way like social media we're really drawing attention and creating the possibility of increased traffic to those spaces that being said i definitely feel like if i'm at a state park in a pretty popular spot i'm not really as worried about putting that tag and if you go through my instagram feed you can see kind of the balance and you can kind of tell the spots that i don't really want to share on purpose, but I've had spaces that friends have been to that I've reached out to them personally and they were they were more than willing. So tell me kind of what your, I guess, belief system or your stance is and, and, and why you think it's important and, and some things that we can do as one, people that like to share our photography, but two, just people that enjoy the outdoors and kind of where things that we can learn from it. Yeah. So um, for geotagging, I, my general stance and the stance where I've been just for a while is that I don't, I'm not really, I don't like geotagging and I don't geotag specific places because of the ease that comes along with it. And that's always kind of been like my go-to comment. I'm pretty sure this is what I commented on that thread. I was just like, it makes it super easy uh, to find those specific places. And um, with that ease comes people who won't necessarily like respect it. So I don't know if you're super familiar with like the Austin area, but places like the 360 Overlook or like Mount Bunnell, they're just like, they're super easy to get to. They're super iconic and they're just trashed. There's like graffiti all over all the rocks and there's trash everywhere. And you can like visibly see um, the trails getting wider and just like more trails going off into like the brush area and stuff like that. So like it just... The, e- the, ease, the easy part of it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily a good thing because it can lead to just destruction. Um, but I do recognize like the gatekeeping aspect of that and how these outdoor spaces should be easy for people to get to, you know, like everyone deserves to enjoy the outdoors. That's one thing I really like about Austin is the fact that 
there's just so many great trails that are super accessible. And it's just getting to the point to where so many of them are getting trashed now. And the Greenbelt is actually doing a reservation system now, which I think is pretty cool. You don't have to pay to get a reservation, but you do have to like get one online beforehand at peak hours. There are some trailheads that are doing reservations where it's like $10 per person and $10 per dog. And like, for me, that's a $30 hike. Yeah, <laughs> That's not necessarily like accessible um, for people in the city who can't like drive out of the city to go on like bigger hikes that are more affordable. So there is kind of like a balance between the two and I'm still like mentally trying to figure out what that balance is. So yeah, to go back to like the easy part of it is just kind of why I've avoided it. Also, um, just from my like photography aspect, kind of like what I said before, like you don't know what went in behind creating an image and like how you got to that point. If I'm like super respectful and like careful to get to a point, I can't necessarily say that people who see my geotag and go there after seeing my photo will take the same steps to be cautious that I took. You just don't have control over that. But like, like I've seen your account and I like that you said like these parks should be accessible for everyone. Like I'm going to share this location. And I like that. I like that mindset. So I'm kind of caught in the middle, (laughs) but yeah. Oh, and again, with the ease is it can kind of be dangerous, I guess, if people just go and they see like a geotag and they click that and just go to the map and then go, they won't necessarily be prepared properly. Like if you have to go and Google a certain place, then maybe you'll go to the website and see, oh, I need a reservation. Oh, I should bring this much water. Oh, this trail is closed. Oh, there's flooding. Like you'll find a lot of really tangible, useful information for certain spots and certain trails if you take the time to actually Google and research rather than just clicking on a geotag and going somewhere because you see like a cool photo of it. So I think that um, to me, there seems to be more cons than pros for geotagging personally. Yeah. I mean, I think you definitely made a great point. I think if what we're doing is purposely sharing that information, sharing these outdoor spaces. Like, I think it's also important for us to be responsible with the spaces that we're sharing. So kind of what you were saying, if it is somewhere that does cost money, I think we should put that. Is yeah. If it's somewhere that is a little difficult to get to and it's not going to be for everyone's kind of hiking level i think that's important to put there and and you know i don't want people to show up and and have a difficult time accessing these places they they may be kind of or just for an example like say inwards park yeah. there is a section of that trail that i've taken a photograph of that's a pretty gnarly like rock staircase on i think like the western side and just letting people know like that is an intense section and by letting people know like to go probably down instead of up it it eliminates the potential for people to cut through the trees and and kind of start creating their own path so you know i think those are all valid points i definitely feel that as i'm kind of mapping out what this episode is going to look like it is going to be a balance and i think we all if if this is what we're choosing to do is spend more time, but also share the, the the outdoor spaces, you know, I think we all have a little bit of responsibility to to be smart about it and, and not kind of be smart about it. <laughs> For sure, like 
like you said, if we're going to share a certain space, like share information about that space and like tips and tricks and stuff like that. And I just, my captions recently and in the past haven't necessarily been that way. So I haven't been attaching that to geotags, but I'm, can, I'm like contemplating ways to like join those two things together potentially in the future. Yeah. And, and the gatekeeping thing I think is kind of going to be the underlying thread. It's like, you know, I, I am, I am not going to tell someone they can't do something, but you know, I also don't have to provide that information as well. So the outdoors and accessibility, and that's kind of what I've talked about in other episodes, but letting people know, where they can go creates a little bit more access, but I also don't have to share every detail either. So places that I want people to visit, you know, are are places that can handle the traffic. I was reading an article and that's kind of the big, one of the big things is being able to handle the traffic in places that definitely can't. I think those are the two, because that, yeah, the 360 Overlook Bridge, that whole area is just tore up from the floor up now. I see pictures and um, I follow somebody that's part of the Bull Creek Foundation and she puts up photos of all the trash they pick up and it's it's a mess. So, you know, I definitely yeah. I definitely see the balance aspect of that as well. What else do you want us to kind of know about the Leave No Trace as far as photography goes? Well, the course I took, they really emphasize like it's not about shaming. Like no one ever learns from like being publicly shamed or just when you just like, when there's like a shameful tone around things. And uh, I feel like that's what a lot of people, when you hear leave no trace, it kind of brings up painful memories of being shamed in the past or like seeing people being kind of like rude about it. And uh, it's not about being perfect. It's just about being mindful and uh, just, just being mindful and just being aware of the fact that what you're doing has consequences and it affects more than just you it affects like the people who come afterwards it affects the land the wildlife so that's a big one just like not just doing it for the shot when i'm out on trails there's like a lot of places i could go that i see and i'm like man it would look cool if i could hike up onto that rock or onto that ledge and take a picture from there like that would be so cool but like i have to refrain and not do it because it would just be trampling over wildflowers or something crazy like that yeah just being more mindful i guess Awesome. Sweet. Thank you, Nicole. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Texas Trailhead Podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving feedback on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. You can find this on anchor.fm and just search the Texas Trailhead. Still looking for more? Click the links below to find the website, Facebook page, and see pictures from the outdoors on my Instagram page. So until next time, grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go out on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead.